Hey yo, what is up beer lovers? It's me, Anna Bowman, back with another episode that you probably aren't going to be that surprised about. Also, I just wanted to apologize for being two days late posting this episode um, because after the podcasts I usually record, I have friends come over who are over 21 and they help me finish, you know, like six 16 ounces of IPAs so I don't get too drunk because I am only 21 and it doesn't take a lot. So yeah, this week my typical friends who come over are away on holiday, so that's why I chose to wait. But anyways, let's get on with the show. I am so excited for this week's episode, so I'm just going to tell you what the brewery is um, that I'm going to be reviewing this week. Drum roll, please. Harpoon! Uh, um, I have mentioned this brewery in the first two podcasts that I've posted so far, so I felt like this was crucial to review, even if I am a little biased. And out of the six beers that I have chosen to review for Harpoon, I've only tried two of them. So this still will be a learning experience for me. And as always, I want to start with a little background on Harpoon, even though I know a lot about them. I'm going to tell you guys about them. So... Harpoon started in 1986 in the city of Boston, where we are now, Um, also now with another location in Windsor, Vermont. So they started off making some cool craft beers when they first opened. Um, The classic Harpoon IPA was crafted in 1993, and it's what really blew up Harpoon um, and spread more awareness. They came up with the slogan, Love Beer, Love Life, which you see everywhere um, if you're at the brewery or even on their beer packages. When they started their five-miler run, that benefits the Angel Fund, which is donates towards finding a cure to ASL. And I will have that um, link to donate in my Instagram bio if you'd like to donate for this week at ipa.lotwhenidrink. Um, that would be really great. So, yeah. And in 2014, Harpoon became an employee-owned business, which is also something very special to them, and I think it's really cool for a brewery. And in 2015, they updated their logo and the, the look of Harpoon, and it's what we know today. So I think that's pretty cool. They're old. I didn't even know they had an old logo before doing this research. Um, but yeah, that's just a little brief history on them that you can also find more on their website. I I didn't know any of this, so it was kind of fun to research. And I would this is the brewery I would love to work for someday, just because this was my mom's favorite brewery, and I every time I went with her, it was so fun, even though I wasn't 21 yet. So that's why also Harpoon is very special to me. So now you're probably wondering which of the six beers that I'm reviewing today and which are the four I haven't even tried, which is crazy for my favorite brewery. So I'm going to tell you. So these beers are their UFO Light Force beer. That's one of them that I've tried. The UFO Guava Lamp Hazy IPA with Guava. Never tried this one. Harpoons Don't Poke the Bears Black and Gold Pills. So this is a Bruin based. They they made this for the Bruins, or it's I guess inspired by the Bruins. Harpoons Celtic Red. Also never tried this. This is a traditional Irish style red ale. One I'm most excited for, Harpoons Mike's Pastries Cannoli Stout, brewed with lactose. 
Oh, yikes, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> That's okay. Cocoa nibs, vanilla, cannoli shells, and with natural flavors added. If you live in Boston, you know damn well Mike's Pastries is the best. If you're a modern person, no, no, you're not anymore. You're a Mike's girl now, Mike's dude. This is the best place you can get a cannoli that's not Italy. And in Boston, it's obviously the best. And I've never tried it because it's a stout. And I'm not a big stout girl. But I'm very excited for that because I also love Mike's. <laughs> um, and the last one, and the second one I've tried, is obviously Harpoon IPA. How could I do a podcast on Harpoon and not include their signature beer? That would, that would be stupid. You wouldn't do that either. Alright, so now that we've gone through them all... I um, am going to remind you of the criteria that we have. So, first, we look at the color of the beer, the aroma, the taste, and most importantly, the mouthfeel. It's got to feel good in your mouth. So, we're just going to dive right in. I got my pine glass. We're going to give we're going to start with UFO Light Force. I've tried this. It's been a while. Um, so I'm going to crack this open. Man, I just got my nails done today, so it's going to be hard to crack these open, but I'm going to try. That was nice. Okay. I'm going to pour it in. I really like this beer because it's more like a lager. All right. Now, also, just to, um, tell you guys, this beer is, uh, 4.0 in the alcohol levels, so, it's not going to get you crazy drunk. Um, and I like those kind of beers. Just like to sip on if you're going out, you know, to eat or something. You don't want something. If you want to keep drinking, you're not going to want like an 8% beer. No, 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 no. One of my favorite Harpoon beers that I did not. I'm waiting for this to go down. So, I'll just tell you really fast. The color of this beer, you know, typical orangey like all beers. Uh, kind of hazy. It's unfiltered, which I really love. Um, and it looks good. The head is really big. Um, my, I was explaining to my boyfriend's mom when she was visiting that the head of beer is the foam that you see when you pour out, if you didn't know that. And um, some beers stays there for so long, especially like Harpoon IPA Classic or this one. And in others like a stout, it will go away pretty fast. Um, and this one's staying a while, but it's going down. And it's just hard to sip beer um, when it doesn't go down because all you're getting is that foam. So you got to wait a second. Okay, so before I try it too, I'm just going to give you a little background on UFO. So yeah, it's 4%. Um, it has this one. It's called Light Force, so it's a little bit different for the classic white ale. Actually, that is the one I've tried. So I haven't tried this Light Force because it only has 94 calories. That's crazy. I've never even had a low-cal beer, and I didn't realize that when I was ordering it. Well, that's actually pretty cool. So this also came out in 2020, so that's pretty awesome because that was the uh, worst year ever. Okay, now the tasting notes they want us to pick up on are they say a smooth mouthfeel that's great we love that um notes of citrus zest and spice that fill out the surprisingly full array of flavor in this light white ale 
Very, very excited. So the specialty ingredients in this also, sweet orange peel, fresh ground coriander. That's the same also in the classic white ale that UFO has. So pretty excited to try this light version. Happy that I haven't had this yet. We're going to take a smell first. Okay. This smells like beer at a dive bar. It smells like when you're walking into a bar on a Friday night, like 11, like a lot of beer. Reminds me of the smell of this place in Ohio, actually, Dayton, Ohio, called McDiggers. It smells like that place. It's, a, it's a, also kind of a dive bar and just like, you know what I mean. All right. Now that we know that, I'm, I'm getting a little bit orange, not really. Hopefully we see that in the taste. We're going for the taste now. Hmm. I feel like I can taste those 94 calories. It's watery, I think, a little bit. Um, I've never had a low-calorie beer, and I don't think I like that. I'm going to take another sip. Not my thing. It's, it is smooth mouthfeel. I'll say that. It's so easy to drink. I am just the kind of girl who likes a hoppy beer. And this is not that hoppy. It's super easy to drink. It definitely has that citrusy, zesty note they were telling us to look for. It definitely has that. I'm getting hints of the orange, hints of the coriander. Um... And we're going to rate these beers out of 10. So this is just personal because I I think it tastes kind of watery and it's not as hoppy as I thought, like, I'd like. And, like, especially comparing it to last week's Lord Hobo's Angelica IPA that was pretty low in alcohol, too. It was still hoppy and one of my favorites from Lord Hobo. So comparing it with this... Um, I'm giving this like a 6 out of 10. I would not drink this again. Um, I think it's great if you don't, if you aren't the biggest beer person, but you'll drink it because it doesn't have that crazy intense beer flavor that a lot of people don't really like, um, especially when you just turn 21. Not a lot of people get into the beer scene or at least craft beer scene. So yeah, I'm giving this a 6 out of 10 because... I I like beer, and I want to be drinking beer with all the calories, so it's my final verdict. We're going to move on to the next one. I'm going to put this down. All right. Our next beer is UFO Guava Lamp Hazy IPA with Guava. So I'm very excited for this because... I love fruity beers. Um, I don't know if you listened to episode one, but I did Lamplighter Brewery in Cambridge, and a lot of their beers were fruity, and I absolutely loved it. So I'm pretty excited for this, and I love guava. So this beer, I'm going to open it, is 5.8 on the alcohol. Whoa, that was a splash mm, right in the eye. <laughs> That's okay. 5.8% um, alcohol in this beer. And some tasting notes they want us to look for. I'm going to pour it. Uh, Mandarinia Bavaria. 
I have not heard of that. I'm sorry I said it like that. Um, and Mosaic Hops with Guava Puree. Yum! For a full palette of tropical citrus aroma and flavor. Okay, that sounds really good. And then the specialty ingredient is obviously Guava Puree. Um, pouring this is pretty light. Uh, which I like in beers. It's hazy AF. If you don't know what AF means, it means as fuck. <laughs> this is hazy as fuck. You can't see through it at all. And I also, I love that. I love when beer is not filtered because I just think it gives it so much more flavor and so much more depth. Um, so let's give this a smell just to see what we're picking up. Okay, you can definitely smell the guava. It's sweet. and But it doesn't smell sickeningly sweet. It smells really good it's like a smoothie maybe I guess and this head is going down pretty fast and I like that so I'm gonna let it go down a little bit more it says nothing about the mouthfeel on here so hopefully we get a pretty good mouthfeel because that's I think the most important criteria we are looking for all right I'm gonna go ahead and give this a sip I meant to say taste, but wow. <laughs> that was really good. Oh my god. It kind of tastes like like orange juice or like juice. I guess like guava mixed with orange juice. It's so good. I think that this would be a really good beer for someone who doesn't really like beer and is trying to get into it or is at a brewery and doesn't know what else to get because I've had friends like that. But, um, I'm going to have another sip because it's so good. Smooth. Easy to drink. Great mouthfeel. Fabulous. It's not as hoppy as a hazy IPA, I feel like, would be. But it's still so good. Like, so far this one's my favorite. And I hadn't ever tried it before. So, to rate it out of 10, I'm going to give this beer a 9 out of 10. It was really, really good. I I think it was hitting all the right, all the right parts. I just wish this was a bit more hoppy, but it's fine the way it is, honestly. And I, this might be my favorite one of the night. Who knows? Eh, probably harpy, but we'll see. This was so good, and I was not expecting that, because it was smelling kind of sweet, and I was getting nervous, but we're going to move on to the next. I'm going to put this one down. Oh, I get so burpy when I drink beer. Like, literally every five words I have to burp. Whatever. <laughs> okay. This next beer is Harpoon's Don't Poke the Bear Black and Gold Pill. So this beer was uh, partnered with the Bruins, which is really awesome here in Boston. Best hockey team. Really not a hockey girl, but I... I support the Bruins because I my dad's from Massachusetts and I go to school here like I, I'm gonna support the Bruins all right so um, this was also brewed with Chris Wagner which is pretty cool who is on the Bruins I believe and this beer has 5.14 alcohol percentage it is brewed with a little bit of black honey and golden promise malt so interesting it says bright hoppy nose and 
just a faint hint of sweetness. Ooh, that's kind of fun. I think that would be awesome. We're going to crack it open. And for every case sold, they say that they'll be donating a portion of proceeds to the Corey C. Griffin Foundation, um, which was Chris Wagner's charity of choice. We're going to pour it in. So it looks pretty, pretty golden, yellowy colors. That's nice. Oh, and they have tasting notes here. I'm going to say them. So they say you can taste some biscuit, honey, lemon zest. They say it's a soft and light mouthfeel. Look for those citrus and florally aromas. Wow. It's pretty cool. This has got pretty strong head here. It's taking a second to go down. It's actually going down okay. Um, yeah, I... When beer is like this clear, I think it's either hit or miss. Like, Harpoon is pretty clear. Harpoon IPA, and I love it, but there are some beers that are just... I like unfiltered beer, and this is definitely filtered, but that's fine. Um, I'm going to wait for this to go down a little bit, but we can smell it. All right. Immediately, I'm getting those floral notes, some light, light floral, which I really like in beer, and I like it when it tastes like that, too, but beggars can't be chasers, <laughs> A little bit of citrus, not really. It, again, has hints of that dive bar smell when you walk into a bar and it, like, you're a little late and everyone's already there. It already smells like so much beer has spilled. That's what it smells like. Um, waiting for this to go down a little. I like that smell going to a bar and I like drinking beer at a bar. I don't want cocktail and I don't want a wine. Mm-mm. You, I don't really go to bars for that. Okay. This has gone down enough that I think we are going to be able to taste it. Cheers. Mmm. Okay. It's not bad. I'm not going to lie. It gives me Bud Light vibes. I'm not a Bud Light girl. Unless it's, you know, $9 a pitcher at a sidebar in Boston, then yeah, I will drink it because it's so cheap. But, um, I'm going to take another sip. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm barely picking up on that honey. I'm it's at the end, kind of, and lightly that lemon zest, but... It is light in the mouth. The mouthfeel is soft and light. Um, in the end, it is, it's pretty crisp, which is nice. It's just that, that flavor is very, it just reminds me of, of Bud Light, like going pre-COVID college party, you know? I, I don't know how I feel about this one. It's easy to drink. And it tastes like beer. And that's all, really what I like. So I'm actually going to give this. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Because it reminds me of of good times. Bud Light. Which isn't the worst. And it's it smells really good. And it's, it's a really cool concept too. Just like teaming up with the Bruins to do that. I'm going to take one more sip. Yeah, it just tastes like a good old, good old fashioned beer. 
something you would have on the beach in the summertime, having at a cookout, just like that. I think it's good. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. I'm going to move on to the next one. Oh, getting full. Halfway done. And then I get to drink all of these. All right, this one I'm pretty excited about because I'm a little Irish. This is Harpoon's Celtic Red, which is a traditional Irish style red ale. It is 5%. Man, I really chose the small percentages on these beers. So, um, yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm going to crack it open. Woo! All right. I also got this because last weekend was, ooh, that's pretty red, was St. Patrick's Day. A little celebration week later. So just a little background on the beer. Um, this beer has been brewed at Harpoon since 1987, one year after they opened. Um, and that's pretty impressive that they still have it to this day, which and it's not like their classic IPA, which came out years after this one. Um, and they said this one, they wanted to commemorate St. Patrick's Day then and some things to look for. Multi sweet aroma, medium bodied mouthfeel, multi sweet taste. Oh, this is gonna be sweet. Oh, I didn't know traditional Irish beers were sweet. Irish beers. I don't know why I said that weird. Oh, I don't like sweet beer. I like fruity, like fruity notes in beer, but I don't like sweet. That's fine. And it says moderate hop finish. Okay, I love that because I love hop. That so, this is pretty red. Not red, red. It's like a, like an amber, like a, like a reddish amber color. It's totally see-through, and the head on this is pretty strong. Yeah, it smells pretty sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, sweet beer is just not my, not my best friend. I don't know. I just, it feels like I'm not drinking beer, and like I said earlier. Like, with the low-calorie UFO light force. I want to be drinking beer, not something else. But, you know, everyone to each their own. Um, this had to take a really long time to go down. But I think we are going to be able to take a sip. It's so dark, and it's not a stout. Oh, I'm a little nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. We're going to try it. Mmm. Mmm. That tastes like Christmas a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. Tastes like... Like it reminds me of Christmas. That's weird. I don't know. It also tastes... Kind of smoky. Mmm. Interesting. I'm going to take another sip. All right. The mouthfeel isn't that bad. It is medium bodied, and I like that. The end is definitely hoppy. And after that hop, you get like a weird smoky flavor in your mouth. Like almost, I don't know why, like maybe tobacco y. Or like you just smoked. I don't know. It's a weird aftertaste. I don't know how I feel. I don't think I would get this beer again. Um, I've never tried, like, a traditional 
Irish style red ale. So I'm going to take one more sip and then give you guys my rating. Okay. I'm giving this a 7 out of 10. The appearance, never seen a beer like this. Cool, but is a little, like, it's weird for new beer drinkers like me. Literally 21, like, I've never seen this before. It's a little weird at first, because, like, I didn't see this either growing up. Um, the smell, too sweet for me. Like, not crazy sweet, but you know it's sweet, like, smelling. it's It smells sweet. Not, like, crazy, but, you, okay, you know. Taste sweet. And then it's, it feels good in your mouth. Like, it's easy to drink. And the end, that nice hoppy note, it's great. But then when it, when you're like, at, like after you breathe a little bit, it's your mouth, it tastes like you just smoked a cigarette or something. So that's why I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. Um, and I'm not saying this is bad. I feel like a lot of people would really love this. I'm just, I'm not in love with it, you know? I think I would drink this on St. Patrick's Day, special occasion. I'm going to take one more sip too. Because I filled it up really high in the pint glass. Yeah. 7 out of 10. Moving on. Putting that down. Okay. This one I'm so, so excited for. This next one is the Harpoon Mike's Pastry Cannoli Style. As you heard me say earlier, Mike's is the best. There's nothing better. Not modern. No. If you say modern, stop. Pause. Stop. Get out of this podcast. It's Mike's. You know it. I know it. We all know it. I'm going to pour this out. So just a little background. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, I thought it was leaking. Um, a little bit. So Mike's is a Boston staple. It's, it's a big place for tourists, but it's also just a staple um, it's a little bakery pastry shop in the North End that is known for their cannolis. And if you didn't know this, um, across the street on Hanover Street, there's another pastry shop called Modern Pastry. Not as good at all. Mike's has the best cannolis and it's just, and it, when you go in there, it, it feels like you feel like you're in, in a sense you feel home because it's like family working there and it's just they're so nice, and their cannolis especially, and the rest of their pastries are so good. So Harpoon collabed with them since they are such a staple, along with Harpoon, which is also a staple, to make this cannoli stout. And they brewed it with their handmade cannoli shells, cocoa nibs, lactose, yikes, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> and vanilla to recreate um, the flavor of their famed dessert which, as I said, is their legendary cannolis. So, all, or a portion of these proceeds for the 2021 release of this beer will go to Christmas in the City. And then they have a little warning, contains lactose. It's fine. <laughs> so, I poured this out already. Very dark. Um, kind of, like, basically looks like it's black. A little scary, but it's fine. Like, you're drinking tar, but you're not. Um... Totally foggy. Can't see through it at all. Um, let's see what it, it says. The aroma is like walking to the Mike's Pastry Kitchen. Let's see if that's true. Because if it is, I will probably start crying. 
Oh, it smells really good. <laughs> it smells really good. Oh, I do like that a lot. <laughs> it smells so good. It makes me want to go to Mike's. I wonder when they close. It's fine. I'll go another time. I've had it so much, and they're they're can only just just put me to put me to sleep. Probably like this. All right. It says the mouthfeel soft and creamy. We love that like a cannoli. Tastes like milk and dark chocolate, vanilla and vanilla cream and fried dough. Ooh, I love fried dough. Oh my god, I'm actually kind of excited for this stout now because it just feels it's so close to me. Um, it says its finish is warm, cozy, and comforting. This stout, I didn't mention this earlier, is 7.3% alcohol. Um, yeah, let's let's give it a taste now. Oh my god. That is so good. It tastes I'm gonna give it another sip. Okay. Right when it hits my mouth, I'm getting that chocolate. Love that. And kind of kind of the fried dough. I'm honestly not finding it. I think I'm trying to find it, but I'm not. Um, and then you're kind of getting into, because I'm thinking of their cannolis, I'm tasting that cannoli at the very end, and it's, it is so creamy in your mouth, so easy, so easy on the mouth feel, love that, and when you're done sipping, after you swallow, it is so good, it's warm, that's a perfect way to describe how they did, um, that right after the chocolate, I think I'm getting that cannoli flavor and I love it. It's not a bad style. I'm going to take another sip. Yep. All right. Hmm. It is super alcoholy though, which is fine. I'm, I'm going to take one more sip. It is really good. Oh my God. If you're from Boston, this just makes you feel happy that's all I can think of if you like mics if you like modern I don't know move to New York or something okay I'm gonna take one more sip mm. giving this an eight out of ten I'm giving it that because it is so good and is so close to my heart it's just um it's still a stout and that's fine. I know people love stout, but I, you know, I'm still getting that really rich flavor that I'm not the biggest fan of in beers all the time, even though I'm literally drinking a stout. That's why I'm giving it a higher score because it's, I would drink this again, but, um, in the beginning, the milk and dark chocolate is kind of a lot and yeah, I just like, it's not my it's not my favorite beer, but it is really good, and I would go to Harpoon, and and drink this again. So I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten, and that leads us. I'm gonna put this down, and then we're gonna get started on our. Oops, sorry, excuse me. On our last beer, which is Harpoon. Okay. This hold on, I'm gonna get a tissue really fast. Okay, this last beer is the classic Harpoon IPA. I wanted to end on this note because it's a happy note to end on because I know I love it and 
it's a staple. You have to drink it. I'm going to crack it open, and I'm going to give you a little background on this beer. So, Harpoon, it's their classic IPA. They call it the New England's Original IPA. Um, ooh, nice crack. So, it's styled after an English IPA, but brewed with distinctly American hops. It's citrusy, refreshing, and perfectly balanced as a perfect on Cape Cod Beach as it is out of Vermont Ski Lodge or Boston Dive Bar. I love that. Literally, that just describes my life right there. I have never skied in Vermont, though. I've skied in Pennsylvania, where I am from, but I grew up going to Cape Cod beaches. I go to Boston dive bars every single weekend. Like, I I love this. So, very see-through. Nice big head. Going to take a set, second to go down. Um, when my boyfriend's mom was here this week, I this was the one beer I was like, you have to try it. And she loved it. It's like I feel like no one can could not like this beer. It's so amazing. It takes a while to go down. So yeah, clear orangey color. We're gonna give it a smell. It says the aroma is grapefruit zest, floral spice, and biscuit. And grapefruit is a, t a very typical smell and flavor that you get in IPAs. Um, it in like not every IPA, but most. So. Yep, smells great. Very florally. I love grapefruit. You get a very minor notes of that grapefruit zest and a little tiny bit of biscuit. And it says the mouthfeel is medium to light bodied. Taste, fresh citrus, caramel. I never tasted that in there, but I guess I'll look for it. And her herbal hops. Um, a light and refreshing finish with a little bit of bitterness. And I love bitter beer. Love that. Not butterbeer, bitter beer. I do love butterbeer, though. If you've ever seen Harry Potter. I haven't. <laughs> I've just gone to Universal Studios. Okay. Let's give it a taste. Mm. Oh, that is the best beer ever. Literally, you can't disagree with me. <laughs> it's so good. So... It's so easy to drink, I feel like, in the mouth. It's hoppy. It's hoppy AF, I think. And I like that. So I would say it's definitely medium-bodied. And when you're drinking it, it's it just tastes like a good... Uh, it's just like... It's not too crazy, fancy, hoppy IPA, but it's also not like a Bud Light. It's like a perfect drink to get out of bar if you're getting wings nachos like this is what you want to drink with it this is what you want to drink whenever you want a beer period it's just I feel like it's the perfect beer for any occasion at all like could drink literally any occasion especially how they say on a Cape Cod beach that's where that's where I would drink this too I'm gonna take one more sip mm. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Need I say more? This beer, I've grown up with this beer. I, I, as I said earlier, I, my mom who passed in 2020, um, when COVID started to cancer, to colon cancer, um, that beer was something that really, not like coping with alcohol, but beer was something we really bonded over, especially not just her, but our entire family, 
growing up, we would stop at breweries on road trips and everywhere we went if it was a little vacation we'd have to stop at one of their local breweries and and it was always fun even when we weren't 21 because breweries make it fun for kids I mean not all breweries there are definitely some breweries that aren't kid-friendly but the ones they took us to and Harpoon was always so fun and this beer even before we ever went to the brewery was something that was her go-to and something I would I would steal sips from when I was in high school and it just reminds me of those times too so I'm a little biased but I give it a 10 out of 10 and I do just tasting it I do think it's an easy beer and a great IPA compared to the ones I've tried tonight and like every other IPA I've tried I know last week the Lord Hobo uh 617 (laughs) it's very similar to this but this is just this is a classic New England IPA and I don't think it gets much, much better than this. I'm going to take one more sip because it's so good. <clears throat> All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. I love Harpoon. It's very special to my heart. And I'm happy I I got to do a podcast on it. And I, I definitely think that down the line in the future, I will be, you know, read, like, making episodes repeating episodes like doing breweries against breweries again once they come out with more beers um it's a must and there's so many beers out there to try it's like six isn't doing a brewery justice but if you're in boston or if you find harpoon at your local grocery store anywhere around the country buy it it's the best so I will be back next week doing a Florida edition with my dad. I'm leaving tomorrow to go see him. And we will be reviewing some craft beers from a brewery down south. I can't wait. See you guys next week. Love beer. Love life.